Hey there, and welcome to the MedSpa Success Strategies Podcast, where MedSpa and aesthetics practice owners come to discover strategies and tactics that help them better market and manage their practices so they can grow, scale, and have more financial freedom. So today's episode was really designed to be a video presentation of our 2023 internet marketing plan. You're still going to get a lot from this listening to the audio and the vast majority of it will be easy to digest in this format, but I would strongly encourage you to check out the video version after if you have time to go back and reference some of these um, items and to pick up on some, some of the things that you might miss in the audio version. So that being said, we'll jump right into it. This is your 2023 internet marketing plan. Hey everyone, and welcome to the webinar. This is your 2023 internet marketing plan for med spas, dermatologists, and plastic surgeons. And really, this is focused on how to maximize your lead flow moving into 2023, making sure that you're using the most up-to-date strategies, eliminating waste from your budget, and implementing marketing tactics that are going to work to generate results for your business and a positive return on your advertising spend. So, I'm Ricky Shockley, I'm the owner of MedSpa Magic Marketing and the marketing director. So today, again, we're going to go over setting goals for 2023. We're going to do some math, which is always fun, about how many leads you're going to need to hit your target and how to reverse engineer your marketing budget and your marketing allocation to hit those goals. We're going to talk about the three fundamentals of marketing success that are kind of a top layer through all of the strategies that we're going to cover. How to optimize your website for conversions in 2023 and beyond. We're going to go over a big picture view of online marketing channels you should be tapping into and the specific strategies that we use within those marketing channels to maximize lead flow. We're going to go over the latest trends uh, for 2023, and we're going to, at the end, hopefully give you something you can work with in terms of a customized, actionable plan that shows you where you are now and what you need to do to get to where you want to uh, grow by the end of 2023. So why should you care about this? The reality is Every single day, people in your city are searching for practices and providers that offer the services that you provide. So in our last SEO webinar, I had this little screenshot, which was just as an example, over 250,000 people a month in the US alone search for Botox or Botox near me. So you start to layer all the different other variations of that keyword that don't even include Botox, Austin, Texas, Botox, Dallas. The bottom line is there are millions of people across the United States searching for the services that you offer. In your local market, that that translates to thousands of people every single month, thousands of potential patients that are searching for the services that you offer online. They're not finding your business, and those people are choosing the competition, and it's going to lead to attrition, and it's going to kind of leave you in the dust long term. So every day, people in your city are seeing posts, ads, and offers from practices like yours and scheduling appointments as a result. So whether that's print ads... Uh, magazine ads, TV commercials, social media ads on Facebook and Instagram. People are responding to advertisements each and every day, choosing to do business with practices like yours. So you want that business. You want to be in a, a growth-oriented mindset. You want to be generating leads from a variety of sources. So if you're a med spa owner or practice owner and you're serious about getting better results in 2023, I promise you the next five, 45 minutes is going to change your business for the life for for the better and your life for the better. So you're going to walk away with some actionable items that are going to go, oh, wow, I don't think we're doing that, or I don't think that's happening on our website, or wow, we haven't tried that with our social media ads. So we're going to make this really, really actionable at the end of the day. And if you stay till the end, I've got some goodies on here. 
You can send me an email. Um, got that information here later in the presentation. It's just ricky at medspamagicmarketing.com. We've got a checklist that kind of accompanies some of this, and we'll do a free SEO rank report. Nothing cheesy, nothing like you get when you're just getting a spam email out of the blue that says everything in the world is wrong with your site from an SEO standpoint. It's just going to be an actual rank report showing you where you rank for specific keywords that, you're, that you know you want to be ranking prominently for. And then we can talk about what you can do to improve those, which we're going to go over in this presentation. So why am I and why should you listen to me? I've been helping med spas and local businesses in general for over 10 years with marketing their practices. Um, we're rated five stars on Google. We have a proven track record of producing meaningful results. So leads, new patient booked appointments, everything we do is focused on that, um, that metric, really the bottom line business results, not the vanity metrics, like how many likes you have on your Facebook page, but how many appointments you're actually booking. My tips and insights have been, been featured in sites like CIO.com, Search Engine Watch, Bank of America, Small Business Forum, and more. Like I said, been performing SEO work and marketing work for practices of all sizes since 2011. So this is a nice uh, testimonial from one of our longest running clients, Dr. Navarro in Florida. She's been with us for 10 years and she said, it's been my pleasure and privilege to work with Mr. Shockley over the last 10 years. Ricky has helped direct my marketing in strategic out of the box ways and my ROI on anything he's recommended has been awesome. So um, you can check out some more of our reviews there on Google. Our mission is to double or triple the annual revenue for over 100 spas in the next five years, whether that's working with us directly or just via the free education that we're putting out. That's our goal. That's kind of our North Star. So on our YouTube channel here, we've got two specific in-depth tutorials that I'll reference in this uh, presentation where we go really deep on SEO, really deep on Google ads. I don't hide anything. There's literally no bait and switch. I show you every part of our process, what we do to optimize um, those efforts. And uh, we also have a podcast called the Med Spa Success Strategies podcast that you can find on most streaming platforms. I think Apple is the one we're not on right now. Everywhere else and the YouTube channel as well, which we've got some awesome guests there. I highly recommend checking that out. So let's get to it here. Question, what's the hardest part about marketing your practice online? The problem is you have so many options, you're not clear where you need to start and where to spend your budget. So yeah, you know you could be running TV commercials. You could be doing stuff on Facebook and Instagram, on TikTok, on Google, via Google ads, your newsletter, direct mail campaigns. There are just so many options. And as small businesses, you can't do everything. We don't have $50,000, $100,000 a month marketing budgets that allow us to dip our toe in every single imaginable um, area. So we have to be clear on what we're doing, what the strategy is, and where we're going to allocate that budget. And we need to do that with data in mind. So from an internet perspective, our options are, we're fo really focused here today on SEO, Google ads, Facebook and Instagram ads, reviews and reputation and email and text message marketing, which is an ever of ever increasing importance um, to the businesses that we work with. So if you're not confident in your marketing, it's probably because you're not sure how to prioritize and allocate the budget and how to make these platforms consistently produce satisfactory results. So you might say, Hey, I spend money every month on Facebook and Instagram and Google, and I think it's working. I know we get some calls from it, but if you're not confident on the math, then you're not going to be confident on increasing or growing that investment or even staying with that investment. So you need to be confident that what you're doing is paying off on the back end, or at least as confident as you can be. You can't just rely on gut. So um, to do that, we need a clear plan with goals, targets, and KPIs. So 
referencing a Harvard study, the just the importance of setting goals here. 1979 interview of college graduates from Harvard, 84% said they had no specified goals. 13% of those surveyed had goals but weren't written. 3% had clear written goals and a plan to accomplish them. The results of that survey, the 13% of the class who had goals were earning on average twice as much as the 84% who had no goals at all. So just kind of at least giving yourself something clear to work toward, just saying that out loud, putting that in writing, being clear on the the objective is a huge part of this process. Like you have to know where you're trying to go. If you're a pr practice right now doing $750,000, a million dollars a year, and it could be life changing for yourself and for your business to go from 1 million to 2 million, then you want to make that, you know, a goal, make it clear and, and develop a plan with math to back it, how you can get to that point. So this from the study, more staggering 3% who had clear written goals were earning on average 10 times as much as the other 97%. So just kind of interesting um, note there. So again, all of this centers around knowing our numbers. And with being a med spa, med spa or a, pra a medical practice in general, it's a little bit harder to get these numbers exact, but you have to give yourself something to work from. So, you know, I know some other businesses, for example, if you are doing bathroom remodels, that's a one and done job. You know, you're going to a home, you're doing a bathroom remodel, Let's say you're charging $10,000 and your profit margin is $5,000 after cost of goods and labor. So you know every new client is worth $5,000 gross margin to your business from one of those jobs because you're making it upfront. As a medical practice, we have to come up with lifetime value calculations because you don't, you're not going to measure any of your marketing efforts based on somebody coming in one time, getting a one round of Botox injections and never coming back again. You have to know how those numbers play out. So the average person that pops in for Botox how many times do they come back? What do they do in terms of other services? And trying to find an average there, again, knowing that some of those people never, ever come back again. And some of those people are going to be amazing patients for the next five to 10 years. But for this example, we're saying if every thousand dollars that we spend can generate 30 leads, and then those 30 leads result in six booked appointments, which is 20% conversion rate, then that means we're going to get six new patients on average spending $1,000 for the year. So we're just come, we're just saying, based on the data of this practice in this example, that those six patients on average are going to spend $1,000 through the year. Some of them never come back, but some of them are going to be like our top tier patients. So giving us something to work with, we've now got $1,000 in ad spend generating $6,000 in annual revenue. So we know that those six booked appointments, to get those six booked appointments, we had to generate 30 leads. And you can do this by auditing your marketing efforts at any point, but know the numbers. So for every 30 leads, if you're getting six booked appointments, that means you're going to have to generate 30 leads to get $6,000 in revenue. So that $1,000 in ad spend generating $6,000 in revenue would be just on the surface level, a 6x ROI on your ad spend. If for every $1,000, you had those numbers play out. Assuming the cost of goods sold is 40%. So that means 60% of the revenue is your actual gross margin, your profit. That means you're really making 3,600 from that thousand dollar ad spend. Um, so the ROI of that campaign in reality, factoring gross margin is three X. That is an example of an effective marketing campaign that you can invest in consistently to generate results and to grow your business reliably. So you just have to know those numbers. Every thousand bucks we're spending on ads, how many leads are we generating? How many of those leads are we converting? What's the average lifetime value? 
And then also working to constantly improve and optimize these parts of the process. So for every thousand bucks, can we, instead of getting 30 leads, turn that into 35? And then from six booked appointments, can we turn that into nine? And that's part of ongoing optimization, but the base of that is just knowing those numbers. So the other thing we want to do after we get just uh, an estimate as to the lifetime value, at least for a year, how much is the average patient that comes in spending with us throughout a year, is we want to break that down into a monthly number. So if each new customer on average is worth $1,000 a year divided by 12, that means each new patient is worth $83 to your practice. So I know this can be a little bit confusing, but I think we'll add some clarity to this on the next couple screens. And really just the takeaway here is know your numbers, know these numbers. Based on that, we need to set goals. What's the revenue growth target? And then be realistic with the math. You can't say, I want to spend $20,000 this year on marketing and I want to grow from one to 2 million. That's not realistic. Unless, you've, unless you have some sort of marketing mechanism that you're showing that can actually generate that result, then that's not a plan. That's just a pipe dream. So make sure this plan is realistic and that you have math to back these, um, these goals. So again, how many new patients do you need to reach that goal? Looking at that lifetime value calculation in our example, all right, so let's say you're a million dollar business and your goal at the end of 2023 is 30% growth. So you want to be a $1.3 million business by the end of the year. Okay. That means you need to grow from your average monthly revenue being $83,000 to $108,000. So we need to add $25,000 a month in revenue. So our, our, our month at the beginning of the year, our January is, is 83, we need our December to be 108. And obviously those go up and down, but just roughly, we need to be hitting these numbers to achieve this level of growth. If the average patient is worth that $83 a month in revenue, again, the lifetime, the annual revenue of the average patient divided by 12, in this example, we're saying $83. That means we need 300 new patients to achieve that goal by the end of 2023. That comes out to 25 new patients per month. Again, if every $1,000 on ads equals six new patients, that means we need to spend $4,000 roughly per month on advertising to reach this goal. So that's an example of how you could get from $1 to $1.3 million with a mathematically based, evidence-based approach to uh, planning for your marketing allocation. And then since we're making this calculation based on the annual revenue one year, of a client, you know, these people, some of them are going to be around for many years and that's just icing on the cake. So if you can hit these types of numbers, then you're going to be in a really, really great position to consistently grow your practice in the coming years. Okay. So go into the fundamentals of everything we do from a marketing standpoint, having to have these three components, really it's the message, the what, the market, the who, and the media, the how. So talking about our message. I wanted you to take a second and you can pause on this screen and answer why would someone choose your practice versus the competition? And this doesn't have to be anything super creative. Um, it could be, hey, we're in a we're in a location where there's not a lot of competition around us, so we're convenient. It could be that our wait times are really, really short. It could be that we've got, we believe we've got uh, evidence of superior outcomes in our before and afters and that we could actually demonstrate we have a process to achieve superior outcomes with the services. But at the end of the day, why would someone choose your practice versus the competition? Be realistic there. And then what benefits do you offer that your target customer avatar would resonate with? So again, short wait times, superior results, um, luxury office environment, 
lowest prices in town. Just be clear with kind of where your lane is here. And uh, when I'm talking about kind of picking your lane, I'm referencing uh, episode two of our podcast, Top Tips to Grow and Manage a Successful Med Spa with Sarah Schickman. She is the author of the number one bestselling book, Med Spa Confidential. She grew a one office, uh, one room med spa into, I think, over 10 locations and sold that business. Now she's the managing partner at Lengia Law. Um, but in the podcast episode, Sarah talked about really understanding your lane and your point of differentiation and your brand. And she said, you know, if you're going to go get groceries and I say, why are you going to go to Walmart to get groceries? You can answer why you would go to Walmart to get groceries. It's the cheapest place I can go buy groceries. And if I say we're in, we're in Tennessee here. So if I say, um, why would you go to Publix to get groceries? You would say it's convenient. It's a nice shopping experience, good selection. Everything's fresh and they're not really competing on price. So again, you can, you can clearly answer why you would go to Publix versus Walmart. And you kind of need people to think of your med spa the same way. You have to have that clear lane in terms of your point of differentiation. So I highly recommend checking out that podcast episode on the channel here when you get a chance. So one other thing is sometimes as a, like a top layer to all of this, in addition to those three things we just talked about, is in reality, a lot of times people are picking one spa, one practice over the other, simply because that spa was a visible and viable option. And what I mean by that is they knew you existed and they had no reason to doubt your ability to perform the service to a satisfactory level. So, you know, a friend recommends you somewhere, right? Or you recommend something to a friend and then they go to Google and they see that it's got pretty good reviews. It's visible because it's something they were they now are aware of. And based on some late research, it's a viable, reputable option. And a lot of times that's all you need to get people over the line. So that's why Google ads can be so effective or Google search in general. It's really following that model. It's not as much about differentiating your business in a lot of ways. It's really that your people are finding you. And then when they're finding you, you're being shown in a positive light. So I call that the visible and viable model. So you want to leverage that at all available um, opportunities. But going into your messaging, do you have su superior training for injectors and practitioners? Tell that story. If so, superior outcomes with tangible evidence of those outcomes, tell that story. Are you the most affordable, lowest priced in town? I mean, that's going to be an easy win if you can get to, if you're the practice that's the lowest price in town. Do you have no weight on appointment times? Are your appointments always, you know, right on schedule? That can be a really nice point of differentiation. Are you the most high-end luxury spa in the area that it's almost like a sense of prestige to be walking in and out of your location? Like that could be your angle, but really keep in mind, it needs to be meaningful to the consumer. And reputation is always going to be a, a factor here. So people are going to that last episode with Sarah that I just referenced, I think she mentioned you have to assume by the time someone walks in your door, they've researched your practice top to bottom. People have looked at your reviews on Yelp, on Google, and they've read everything they can about your practice to make sure, going back to that top point, that you are a viable option. So reputation is another layer that kind of covers all of this. If your reputation, and this is all relative. So you might look at your Google reviews and be like, hey, we have 4.7 stars. That's great. That's awesome. Like there's nothing, no issue there. Yeah, we have a couple bad reviews, but overall everything's great. Well, if all of your competitors in the area have 4.9 five-star reviews and they have even more reviews than you do, then anybody that's doing that basic level of research, unless you're competing on price, they're probably not going to choose your practice. So reputation is a super important layer that goes over top of all of this as well. And then once you kind of identify your, your angle, be consistent with your messaging and value proposition. 
And then the last thing to keep in mind is action changes attitude faster than attitude changes action. It's one of my favorite quotes from a book called The Advertising Effect. And it's basically the best way to get someone, get a patient that's going to be a long-term patient uh, with your practice is to get them in your office to have an authentic experience. It's why practices are always willing to offer new patient specials, why historically practices have run deals on Groupons. It's because you know if people come in and have a positive experience with your practice, that's your best chance at changing their attitude and their perception of your practice in terms of influencing their behavior. So I really like that quote and everything that we do, like from a marketing standpoint, really keeps that in mind is action changes attitude faster than attitude changes action. Meaning how can we get more people in the door to have an authentic experience with our practice? And then working with the practice owners, how can you make sure you're knocking that experience out of the park and that they're getting an A plus patient experience when they're in the office? Okay, next we're going to look at media. Your website, again, is the hub of everything you do online. So you need to make sure it doesn't need to be the absolute fanciest, best design website in town. Um, people aren't going to judge you solely based on your web design, but it does need to look professional and it needs to convince and convert. So professionally branded, don't have some che really cheesy stock logo that doesn't look like you know it's being used by a real business. Have clear call to actions and next steps for people when they're on your site to book appointments. Include reviews and testimonials wherever you can to highlight your positive reputation. Show before and afters when applicable and when it's allowed. Use video explainers or even audio explainers to add additional beef to your service pages. So instead of your cool sculpting page, just having a couple paragraphs about cool sculpting, it'd be pretty nice if you just had a cell phone video of uh, someone at the practice talking about the service and what you do and why you think you're providing the, the best cool sculpting experience in town. You can even do that just with audio clips, but adding some additional context and content to the website in addition to just the text, I think is a great way to differentiate and to convince and convert. Always explain the value proposition. So, you know, don't be too focused on the attributes of something like cool sculpting. Really focus on the takeaway and the value, the end result for the consumer. Give as much info on each service as possible. Don't just have pages that are really thin. It's going to hurt you from a Google search standpoint in terms of your ability to rank, but also from a user experience standpoint. If someone's researching cool sculpting in Austin, Texas, and they come across your one paragraph page, you probably haven't done a great job of convincing them and converting them into the next step. So be in depth with the information. Highlight key benefits and the outcome to the user. Use real photos of your office and your staff. And just make sure that your website works on all devices. Check it out on a mobile phone, a tablet, and a desktop to make sure there's no major design flaws that maybe slip through the cracks. Make it easy to find your location in your office, so clearly display where it is that you are. Someone's coming in from a Facebook ad, for example, they want to know that you're actually local to them, so make sure you're clearly displaying your location office information. And then last is leveraging automations after a lead comes in. So one of the challenges practice owners have is they get leads, and you might be saying to your marketing provider, hey, these leads stink. They're not converting. And a lot of the times that's a sales issue more than it is a marketing issue. For a lot of the like advertising campaigns, specifically on the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok even, people are kind of passively scrolling their feeds. And if they're filling out a form, they're interested. It's not that they're not interested in your service. Um, it's that they're interested, but they're, they weren't necessarily ready to take action. So if they download you know, a virtual coupon for you know, $10 a unit Botox, 
just in case they want to use it later, they download and get an email voucher to access the offer, for example. Well, you need to leverage automations after a lead comes in to actually convert those leads into booked appointments. If you're relying on your front office staff, unless your front office staff is rock star and you've got a process for consistent, repetitive follow-ups, what we see a lot of times is a lead comes in, somebody calls you know, once the next day and the lead dies. So if you're not leveraging some sort of automated email sequence, text message sequence to get those leads to turn into booked appointments, you're really missing a huge opportunity to improve your marketing efforts. So another problem is many website visitors won't actually contact you. They're gonna browse information and leave. And then again, a large percentage of inquiries won't result in booked appointments. Why does that happen? especially from these passive uh, advertising routes like social media, if you don't follow up a lead within 15 minutes, they go cold fast. When they downloaded your form or inquired about your services, they were in a mindset where they were interested in the service. Their mind was kind of already going in terms of thinking, ooh, you know, cool sculpting would be a really interesting thing. I, I've got this little bit of belly fat that I've always wanted to get rid of and I've been dieting and it doesn't seem to go away. And they're in that mindset where they're interested and they're thinking about it. You want to follow up with them immediately. So make sure you've got a follow-up sequence that's going to hit them with some sort of marketing communication immediately after a lead comes in. And then know that that customer, you want to follow up with them probably five to seven times to maximize the chances of them booking. The other thing we're noticing is today's consumers prefer to interact via text message. If you're relying on phone call or email, emails are ignored. Phone calls go to voicemail. That's just the reality. So if you're not leveraging text message marketing, you're missing a huge opportunity to convert more of those leads. And converting more of those leads means everything that we looked at on those first screens when we were looking at the math works out more in your favor. So use a HIPAA compliant text message marketing platform to do some of this. Um, Automation is going to be key. So a, a follow-up that happens within the first two minutes via phone, email, or text. And then an automation that's going to touch each of those people five plus times and engage in two-way text messaging. An example of that. So we use a software called High Level. We have the HIPAA compliant version as an agency. It's a little pricey to do, um, but we use it for a lot of different things. So we offer this to our clients as part of any of our uh, service packages. But this is what an automation might look like. And you can look up other tools. If you look up HIPAA compliance marketing automation tools, there are probably several that come up. I think Keep, K-E-A-P, is one of them by Infusionsoft. Um, I believe Slick Text. No, I don't think Slick Text is. But there are different tools that you can leverage. But basically, here's what you want to happen. A lead comes in. They're getting an email immediately that says, thanks for claiming our offer. Here's the next step. Simultaneously, they're receiving a text message that invites them to take the next step. We're waiting for two minutes. If they reply to the text message, we're sending them a booking link. If they leave a negative uh, feedback, like if they say, no, I'm not interested in booking at this time, then we can bump it to a separate task. If they don't reply at all, we have a tool called Call Connect, which is a lead comes in, they didn't reply to our text message with the booking link. Well, now the Call Connect during business hours will actually call your office. And basically it'll ring the front office and say, you have a new lead from Facebook ads, press one, and her name is Sarah, press one to connect, and it'll automatically connect your front office to auto dial those prospects. So this is just an example of the ways that we would hit a new lead just in the first five minutes. So really need to leverage something like that for your practice if you're not already, especially if you're running ads on social media. Oh, same screen, okay. That last little part there, again, looking at how that could potentially, just as an example, if you 
if you know your numbers and without marketing automation, you're converting 30% of your leads, then in this example, a hundred leads at 30% booked appointments is equals, um, $19,500 in revenue. This is just a totally different example. But if you can double that conversion rate, you can double your revenue, which makes your ROI calculation tilt way more in your favor. So it could be the case right now you have marketing programs in place that are maybe producing results, but they're not producing them at a satisfactory level. So maybe you're spending a thousand bucks and you're making a thousand bucks. Automation could be the thing that gets you from breaking even on some of these advertising expenditures to seeing that two to three X, four X ROI on ad spend that gives you a consistent avenue for growth. So far, we've talked about getting clarity on your goals, clarity around market message and media, making sure your website is set up for success, the importance of lead follow-up and automation. And then in 2023, what are we going to do in terms of the marketing tactics to achieve these results? Google search is going to continue to be a dominant um, area for opportunity. Social media advertising works, but in 2023, we're going to have to leverage automations as part of those campaigns in order to see results. And that's reflected in all of our experience. And a comprehensive approach is going to be required to get results for any local business. So as a local business, you only have a certain radius that you can pull from for potential patients, right? So only some of those people are going to be active on social, on Facebook and Instagram responding to ads. Only some of those people are going to be actively searching for your services on Google. Only some of those people are going to be finding practices via the print magazine that showed up at their door. So you need to understand you're going to have to have a robust approach for growing your practice. You can't rely on one strategy because it's not going to generally give you enough lead flow and it's not going to diversify your risk. So you really want to have several different approaches to generating leads that are working for you consistently. So SEO, search engine optimization, improving your rankings organically. If right now today you were ranking number one on Google for every service that you offered in the city that you serve, you probably wouldn't even need to do anything else. But there is going to be really no practice that's doing that across the board. But you need to optimize as, and improve that standing as much as you possibly can so that for the services that you provide in the cities that you serve, you're at least showing up in the top you know, two to three for most services. It's going to give you a major leg up on your growth potential. And then leveraging Google ads, that's your fast track to the top of the search results. Google ads, let's just do a, a quick search real quick so we can, actually we'll do that on the next screen. So search engine optimization, leveraging Google ads, social media advertising, and pairing that with email marketing and text message marketing automations. That's kind of our marketing mix overview that we're implementing and leveraging for our clients. So what do we need to do to get SEO right in 2023? We need to first understand the factors that influence results. And as a practice owner, you need to have a basic level of understanding about SEO and how SEO works, or you're never going to be able to audit and hold your SEO provider accountable. This is not something that you should just be handing off and have no base level knowledge of. And this is really easy. Like I'm going to, ex I'm going to explain the basics of what you need to know to be able to audit any provider right here. So you're not going to necessarily get down in the weeds, but you need to have this basic overview. You need an expert in your corner and SEO really shouldn't be a mystery. And I referenced that video on our uh, YouTube page, which is a free training. You see, it's 30 minutes in 28 minutes. You will know everything you need to know to, to like confidently audit your SEO provider. So really, really recommend checking that out if you haven't already, but let's just go over the bait, the real top level um, basics here. So let me just pause one second. I'm going to do a, a Google search and pull up a search result.
Okay, so here we've performed a search for Botox in Boston, Massachusetts. So let's just look from an SEO standpoint at some of the things you need to do. So the first site that's coming up is this bcffr.com, Premier Plastic Surgery Center in Boston. One of the things you'll notice is for each service, they have a dedicated page. So this didn't take me to the homepage of you know, Boston Center for Facial Rejuvenation. It took me to a page that says Botox, Boston, Massachusetts. That's the headline of the page. If I mouse over the browser tab here, it says Boston Botox, the premier plastic surgery center in Boston, Massachusetts. So from a basic on-page SEO standpoint, this is what you need to know. Each page has to have its own dedicated URL. And then on those pages, you need the page title and the page heading to just reflect the service in the city that you serve. That is 75% of the uh, SEO battle. And sure, that extra 25% can make or break you know, your, your results for sure, but there are so many practices that we see and that we work with that don't have this basic thing checked off the, the to-do list. So when you're looking at on-page SEO, Make sure that you have those things checked and then looking, talking back to our presentation earlier, referencing back, make these pages as in-depth and informative as possible. They do a really good job here. You can see they've got an authentic staff photo. They've got introductory information here, a clear call to action, before and afters, information on how Botox works, social proof, a top 250 allergen provider, the doctor in a video form talking about the procedure. Uh, I did not look this up ahead of time. It just so happens they're doing everything we've talked about in this presentation. Um, In-depth information on the different uses for Botox, before and afters, additional social proof, commonly asked questions, and again, repeating a prominent call to action. So this is an awesome example of a page experience and on-page SEO that's producing results. So that's the on-page side. So then let's just assume all the other practices in Boston had also done this. Why does this practice show up at the top of the search results where maybe some of these others are nowhere to be found? So that's understanding the second component, which is off-page SEO. So if I look at their uh, domain authority, this is just a number that's giving us a representation as to how many other trusted and authoritative websites have linked to and mentioned this website. So have they been featured on the local news? Are they involved in the local chamber? Were they featured in some sort of like real self article as an expert source where they quote the doctor and link back to the website? So they have 572 other websites linking back to them and mentioning them, which results in that 28 domain authority. If you look at some of the others that are showing up, you know, they're a little bit lower, 25 domain authority with 540 domains, a 15 domain authority with 80 root domains. So the, the number of and the quality of those inbound links is the off-page SEO component. So you want to make sure that you're proactively doing working on your off-page SEO and building and acquiring inbound links. So one of the things that we do, for example, this tool that we use is called Moz, M-O-Z. And there's some free ones. If you go up Google free just for the, let's do this free backlink checker. One of the easiest ways to get started with acquiring links, we can use the Ahrefs site. And let's say, let's say you're a competitor of this practice in Boston. And we want to say, hey, well, they're doing great on SEO. Let's see where they're earning links for that are helping their rankings, drive their rankings. You plug that in here. And we can see some examples of where they're earning links. Cosmetics Arena, nine purest and best rose waters that you need to sip on. I don't know what this one is, but I'm assuming the doctor was featured or someone was featured as an expert source and linked to. 
somewhere in that article. Um, Sean O'Darity, so one of the doctors, it looks like one of the doctors, he links to the practice website. Um, a review of some sort of weight loss program that links to the practice. Harper's Bazaar, best plastic surgeons in the United States, a directory list by state. Um, triple chin and how best to correct it. From this site, it looks like the doctor was featured there as an expert source. Um, all of these things, though, help, help tell, tell a picture as to how authoritative and reputable your site is. You can see here, Real Self, there was an article on microneedling that one of the doctors was featured as an expert source and linked to. So be proactive about reverse engineering some of these opportunities. Some of these are really easy. You can see they were featured in like a directory, and you can try to reach out to the author, see if they'll consider you for inclusion. Some of them are journalists that are um, featuring the doctors as expert sources. You can try to reach out and make connections with those doctors. But whatever you're doing, you need to make sure your SEO company is proactively trying to chip off some of those inbound links every month and every year. So we document all of that. We do this kind of research for our clients, pursue these opportunities on their behalf, and we document all of that in a spreadsheet. So anytime you're doing SEO, there has to be some component to trying to acquire um, those, those off-page signals, those inbound links. So that's a little overview on the SEO side. The other thing that's kind of, I think, our, uh, our real um, secret weapon in our tool belt is a tool called Help a Reporter Out, H-A-R-O. You can sign up there to serve as a free expert source. And three times a day, you'll get journalists looking for experts to quote in their articles and looking for feedback. It takes some time to comb through those and to submit your pitches, but those can be like the highest quality links you can possibly obtain. And if you can chip off four or five of those through the course of the year by being diligent with staying on top of the help a reporter out tool, it's one of our favorite tools in our tool belt. So I highly recommend checking out from it, checking that out from an SEO perspective and putting a system in place to actually respond. Okay. Next thing, making sure Google ads work for your practice. So we're doing everything with uh, Google ads that, that basically our core component to those is new patient special offers. So going back to the search results, let's look at Botox Boston. Well, like you can see ideal image, they're doing same day appointments available, Botox only $8.90 a unit, right? So they're advertising a new patient special promotion. I think they're going to get the vast majority of clicks based on what I'm seeing in terms of the context of the competition. So that's what we do as well. We, we recommend new patient special offers for your Google ads. And then making sure your campaign build and keyword selection are on point, that's going to make or break the performance of those Google ads campaigns. We just had a client that she was running ads for Juvederm, and it turned out that all of the people that were clicking her ad were typing things like hyaluronic acid and things that were like at best loosely correlated with Juvederm. But when you're running an ad for Juvederm, you want all of the keywords that are generating clicks to be Juvederm near me, Juvederm Boston, Massachusetts, Juvederm providers, Boston. And you can do that by making sure you have your keyword list and your keyword selection properly set up in this vi other video on our page, our Google ads guide. It's a four part playlist that I'll link right here. I go over our exact process for how we build a keyword list, how we make sure that we're excluding keywords that are going to waste your budget. And the reason that's so important with Google is because you're only charged when someone clicks your ad. So you only want to pay for clicks that are highly qualified. And I go through that entire process on this video. So that's, I think close to an hour long training, highly recommend checking that out if you haven't already. So Facebook and Instagram ads, how can we actually implement Facebook and Instagram ads that produce real meaningful results? Everything again, centered around new patient special offers. 
And we use images with text overlay that really pop in the newsfeed. So let me just show you an example of one of these. I'm just going to pull up um, this on my other screen real quick so we can look at one of those. Let's see. Let's go to Dr. Navarro's Facebook page and look at her ad as an example here. So this is kind of an interesting little tidbit too, if you didn't know this. There's something called page transparency on Facebook, which allows you to look at all of the live ads your your competitors are, are running. So this is no secret. I'm not showing anything that's secretive. This is all stuff you can look at on the front end. But you can see here with these types of ads, we use bold color schemes and text overlay that quickly communicate the service offering and the offer being um, put forward. Because people are scrolling through the newsfeed. If you're just throwing a stock photo up, people aren't going to pause long enough to read the ad copy. They're not going to read this text up here. They're going to see the image. So you need to communicate as much of your marketing message as possible in the image. So we're saying our best ever discounts on Botox, spider vein treatments, and more. Download our free virtual coupon book. We've got this bold pink with the big download now button, her information, and this picture of the woman with the smile pointing toward the offer. Those things help your ad pop in the newsfeed. To, sh to give you a really, a really extreme example, of how that works in reality. I had a client one time give us a stock photo to use with their Facebook ads. On the initial version of the ads run, our cost per lead was $77. By implementing this type of strategy with our ad images, we took the cost per lead from $77 to below $15 cost per lead. So it's really important to have something that pops in the newsfeed and stands out. Then giving people a clear conversion step. You can see in that example, we used what we call the virtual coupon book. So we wanted to get the lead information before people were really ready to book the appointment. So we said, hey, if you're ever going to use, be interested in scheduling an appointment for these offers, make sure you download the virtual coupon book and then you can schedule later. So that gets all, a lot of the people that are on the fence to actually give you their contact info and gives you something to work with in terms of generating a lead. So that's one of the reasons we really like doing that. And then again, pairing this with the automated follow-ups that we showed earlier is really, really important. Using text message automation to follow up to try to get them uh, booked. So I've got another deep dive here with the link there. If you Google that, um, how we generated 124 leads, less than $2,000 ad spend for a med spa using Facebook ads, I think that video should pop right up. But uh, I linked to it there as well, kind of showing our Facebook ad strategy in a little bit more detail. Last but not least, leverage your current list Promote packages and offers to your existing patients via SMS and email. That's a must. You're missing out on massive amounts of revenue every year if you're not doing this. I see many marketing companies that are running ads that I'm seeing that they're promoting case studies of, this is how we generated $16,000 for a med spa with no ad spend. This is what they're doing. They're making packages and special offers that they're promoting to your existing list via email, SMS, and in some cases like automated uh, sales follow-ups or manual sales follow-ups. So really make sure you're sending out a newsletter and that you're using some sort of promotion to reach your existing list with uh, additional offers. So what we've covered, setting up your goals for 2023, mapping your path to achieve them with marketing, the three month fundamentals of marketing success, how to optimize your website for conversions in 2023 and beyond, the big picture overview of the online marketing channels and the strategies that you should be using and tapping into to maximize your lead flow, latest trends, 
to be aware of in 2023, like having to pair those automations with your uh, social media advertising campaigns. Um, so if you want the freebie checklist that kind of accompanies some of this, feel free to email me and I'll just shoot you an email with that attachment, ricky at medspamagicmarketing.com. And if you need help implementing any of this and you'd like to explore hiring us to work for your practice, um, you can go to our website, medspamagicmarketing.com, read more, or you can just uh, give us a call on our business line, which is 615-819-6033, or shoot me an email at ricky at medspamagicmarketing. We'd love to help you if you're in a position to hire outside help and you're looking to either bring on a provider or switch providers. So I hope that was super helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out and uh, we'll talk to you on the next one. Thanks. Thanks everyone for tuning in. This podcast is a production of Med Spa Magic Marketing. If your med spa or aesthetic practice is in need of digital marketing services, help with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Google, lead generation, and booking more appointments, please visit medspamagicmarketing.com.